Hey everybody, welcome to the Spark the Artist podcast. My name is Matthew Meadows, Steven's back there. Uh, today we have a special guest, Brendan Chase, uh, who's gonna be playing some stuff for us and then we're gonna do an interview. So Brendan, uh, if you wanna go ahead and take it away. All right. Good job, man. That sounds Thank great. You. I think we're going to wait for Steven to make his way up here. Just <laughs> make sure everything's cool. I'm actually going to get another thing of coffee while y'all are just waiting. Right, Steven's getting coffee. He'll be up in a second. All right. Cool. For those of you just joining us, this is Brendan Chase. Nice to meet you. Uh, he, just played a, he just played a song for us. So when, that, uh, when we're done, go back and watch it. It's great if you, just, if you missed it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be on Facebook, it'll be on YouTube, it'll be on the podcast, it'll be everywhere. Um, yeah, so, hey, everyone. Oh, there are people already, cool. Yay. We're purple once again. Yep. I feel so Christmassy, too. <coughs> yeah. 
right? Gosh. Um, so yeah, I actually know Brendan from when I used to work at Planet Fitness. <laughs> and yeah. Brendan's like the ultimate night owl, and uh, I was forced to be a night owl. So he'd come in, and we had a lot of really long conversations just about music and life and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff, and we've worked together a couple times since then. T took some pictures and jazz like that. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I know him. Um, I just met him today. <laughs> nice to meet you nice again. To meet you, <laughs> um, yeah, so just give like a really brief, like, who are you? You've got a band, like, just the, the lowdown on what you're doing. Okay, so my name is Brendan Duo Chase. Um, I'm in a band called Curse Blossom. It's based out of Shelbyville, Kentucky. Um, it's got maybe four dudes in it. I play guitar in it. Um, a lot of fancy, trilly, like, goofy stuff, like some pretty effects, no, no big deal, just shoegazy. Uh, we're working on an album right now. It's our first actual studio album, and um, it should be out within the next maybe four months. It sounds really good already. We've got two songs completed as far as instrumentals go, and we've got two more that are about to be added with drums in probably the next month or so. That's awesome. Nice. Um, so how did you kind of, because I mean, I kind of already know some of this story, but like, how did you kind of find your way with music and just kind of your evolution to where you are now? Because, I mean, I didn't even know about this latest iteration of, of your group. Yeah. Like, you've kind of... It's, uh, it's been tumultuous, I guess, is the best <laughs> word for it. It's, it's up and down a lot. It's a, it's a roller coaster. You know, music is not something that makes a lot of money. It is, it's something that I, I've progressively gotten better at, and I've gotten more notoriety from it. Um, I, I, like, for a while could not go to the store without somebody stopping me to say hello, <laughs> but I did not know. Yeah. So it's like, that's really cool. I like that. I enjoy it. And it's, it's really awesome. The way I found music is very, very spiritual based. And to be honest, is that cool if I talk about that? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. See, I am a, uh, I'm a Christian man and I, uh, I prayed as a kid. I found God and I prayed like every day for years because I really didn't have any friends and I didn't have anything I was good at. And I didn't have anything going for me as far as, like, really anything. I was just really sick. And I stayed at home by myself. And uh, I, I prayed this prayer that I could get, like, a tenth of, like, Solomon's wisdom and a tenth of uh, Samson's strength and Jesus' patience. A bunch of crazy stuff. But I asked for one thing I was really good at that nobody else could beat me at or I could be good at that I could help people with. As a kid, that's a weird prayer to ask for something <laughs> yeah. to help other people with. And um, I prayed it until I cried and went to sleep. No joke like every day for like 10 years, man. And I, I walked into my friend's basement one day when I was like 18 and he had an electric guitar in the corner and it just like resonated with me. I had to have it. I traded my skateboard that I had just bought, which was about 200 bucks because I, I got some crazy stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, take my bone Swiss. It's no big deal. Um, yeah, so I traded him this really expensive board for this first act guitar and within a year of playing guitar, I was, I was already playing professionally. So, oh, wow. yeah, I learned everything I could. I soaked it up like a sponge. It was, it was insane. I'm a savant. I can play pretty much any instrument. It's, it's the weirdest thing. I cannot do math. <laughs> I, I can barely remember what I did today. Like, I, I was definitely late. Like, I, I can't remember <laughs> it's what It's all right, I so were we. Yeah. yeah. There was a truck turned over on the road up there. I was like, holy oh, cow, yeah. Oh, wait, was it just stuck on the tracks? No, it was like turned over. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's new. It's crazy. But yeah, man, I, I found guitar and I played it for about 13 to 16 hours a day. And uh, I obsessed. And then I just got really good at it. 
I guess, if I'm good. And um, I just, I loved it. I loved it so much. I slept with a guitar every day. Like, for real, I loved it so much. I went through 36 guitars in less than six months. Wow. wow. Yeah, everything I could do to, to get a better one. I mean, I've played, like, every shape that you can possibly think of. I've played guitars that were, like, 500 grand that didn't belong to me that I got right. to, to mess with, and it's just like a really cool thing. It's been quite an adventure yeah. so far. It's been awesome. I didn't start singing until about four years ago, though. I, I had never sang before, and I broke my wrist really bad and couldn't play anymore, which is the tumultuous part. Right, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Find something that you love so much and it's taken away. <clears throat> it's the thing that I identified to other people as who I was. So these people would get to see me as somebody who could play an instrument and they would love me and they'd, it was fake friends pretty much. They'd be like, ah oh, man, I know Brendan, he's really cool. He plays guitar. And then when I lost the guitar, I lost all my friends. Right. So I lost a lot of stuff and I ended up basically being in like hiding. Like I didn't have anything in my mind. I was. I was like, what the heck, man? But it was just a, a matter of the plan, man, because I had to learn how to sing, and I learned how to write yeah. music as well, yeah. as far as, like, I learned how to write lyrics, and I, I came up with songs that were something I could portray my thoughts with and not keep them inside anymore. I, um, it, it helped a lot, man. I made a lot of progress because I broke my wrist, even though that sounds bad. It, <laughs> it is true. I spent two and a half years with my wrist broken yeah. and oh, wow. in rehab, yeah. Well, and we were actually just talking about a similar topic to this last week about how when something like that happens to you, it really is telling the people who actually like show up for you in exactly. that time. Um, and it's all, sometimes it's, for some people it's more than you'd think, but for some it's like way fewer people than yeah. you would think. And it's those people that just kind of attach to you because of what you can do or, you know, what they like about you, not because of... Or what they can get from you, like yeah. what, what you give to them. Those are yes men. Yeah. That's what they are. It's like people yeah. who just say yes. It's like, okay, okay, what can you do for me? And you take your money, your time, and your effort. You got to learn not to do that. That's, that's very dangerous. It'll kill your progress, and it'll kill, kill yeah. your spirit. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So what is it, what is it like being a musician right now? Like, what are, what are some things that you, you go through that, like people who aren't musicians might not like understand or might not know. It's a weird dynamic. It's a hostile work environment. Like it's weird because what you think should happen and what actually happened are two different things. I don't know how it is in theater and stuff, but when you're a musician, you would want to support other people's stuff, right? That's what mm -hmm. you should theoretically do. It would make music and the scene better. Right. Yeah. People do not want to do that. They do not want to share your music. They do not want to be mm -hmm. a part of what you're doing. They are very, very, very self-centered. And they want to do things for themselves. They want that fame. They're not understanding that if, if you're telling about other people's stuff, then that is making music more known. And people yeah. are like, oh, dude, I can do that too. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the show because they're, they're not because they're going to come to mine. That, that's, that's a real big issue too. People are like, oh, it's tit for tat. I'm going to come to your show if you come to mine. Right. And it's like, man, like, I would love, I'm going to put this out there, I'm really bad about coming to shows. I don't even go to pro shows. Like, people that you have to pay, like, the 100 to $200 tickets, that's just ridiculous. I try to go to as many things as I can. My mom is sick, so I, I try to take care of her, and I got, I got family stuff, and it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard to get to shows, and I, I go to one probably maybe, <laughs> it's going to sound bad, like, once every two months, but I'm there for the whole thing. It's not for my friend's set. It's not for, like, a couple songs that I helped write or for something I wanted to hear. It's... Um. 
if the kid over here is singing about going to the beach for half an hour, like one of my last shows, this dude sang about that, like no joke, it's, it's famous for it. At Magbar, he sang about going to the beach. I was there for going to the beach for half an hour. That song was half an hour long, and I was there the whole time, and I was like, let's go to the beach, Johnny. Let's do it. And uh, no, man, people in the music scene, they are not supportive. So it's really hard to be a musician. It's hard. And I'm a part of the problem. I'll admit that. I don't go to a lot right. of shows. But I, I, try to, I try to support things. You know, When I see something that I can have someone else to do, I try to include that. Yeah, it's it's hard to get other people involved though. So, because it's it's a profession. Mm -hmm. yeah. At this point, it's it's involving money. Yeah, you know, when you're 28, 27, people are trying to make this a career. Yeah. So you're not gonna be able to hit your buddy up and be like, "Hey, man, you want to help me write an album?" No. <laughs> no, I want to I want to go to work. It's like, okay, dude, that's cool. Um, but yeah, as a musician, it's it's a hostile environment. Everybody's competitive, and they're not supportive. Right. Of the main picture. The main picture is very important. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I actually met and got coffee with uh, another photographer a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I was asking him, because I was really curious, my assessment of just the photography scene in Louisville was that nobody worked together and like nobody helped each other and nobody collaborated really as photographers. Exactly. I was like, is that, is that real or is that just me kind of being isolated and not knowing how to break in? He's like, no, that's 100% real from my perspective too. Like nobody, nobody collaborates, nobody, uh, it's really hard to get another artist to share your stuff. Like you can't just be a fan of another guy that's in your uh, same, uh, art field right. um, and so it's interesting because when I was having that conversation I was remembering some of the conversations we've had about the exact same thing of like that's how the music scene is um, and I don't really know Louisville doesn't have a really well-developed theater scene yeah I mean but I want to say it's a similar <coughs> vibe like all the theaters are kind of like we help each other out occasionally. I don't think it's nearly as competitive and hostile as photography, music, stuff yeah. like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, a weird, it's a weird place for it, you know? It is. And there are so many really talented musicians, photographers, yeah. artists locally. Um, so it's just really weird and, and interesting at the same time that, that uh, everyone's just kind of an island. You know? Yeah. It is strange. Very strange. It's like a whole planet full of islands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, a good way to... Yeah. I would like to say there are a couple people who are exceptions to that, man. Like For sure. Yeah. Like, I've met... Like, Casey Powell is a really nice guy. He's always been really supportive of things. He'll, like, no joke. He's got this whole, like, campaign to make everybody practice. Yeah. And I support that, like, 100%. <laughs> like, everyone needs to practice. Yeah. I'll talk to musicians, and I'll be like, hey, man, when's the last time you picked up your instrument other than your show? And he'll be like... I just haven't. I played last show. It's by practice. It's like, no, it's not. I'm gonna kick your. I'm gonna kick your butt. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna outplay you. I'm gonna. I'm in this to win it. I really am. I have a bunch of people I'm trying to support. Yeah. So I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not practice. I gotta practice every day. Yeah. I was practicing before I got here. Right yeah. Before I took a nap. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like once you get to a certain level of artistry within whatever your craft is that's such a an easy temptation to fall oh, into sure. yeah, to not yeah, practice. comfort zone like it blew my mind i heard that it was some 
It was a, I, want, I want to say it was Josh Groban, but like still takes voice lessons. Oh yeah, he does. And like on all of his albums, he credits like his voice, his yeah. voice teacher. That's awesome. Yeah. But like one of the, the greatest singers around today still taking voice lessons. Yeah. Because it's not about, like you never reach it. You know, you've There's got something to, to learn. You, and it's about, a lot of it's about maintaining, I think, as mm -hmm. well. Because, like, it, especially with, like, vocals, if you stop, like, for, for a week or two, you're, you're backsliding. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's a lot of, like, if you don't sing, you're not going to keep those notes or keep that, that power that you have mm -hmm. uh, at, some, at any given point. And I've, I've noticed that with me. Like, I did a recital, didn't sing for a couple of weeks, and I was like, oh, now, I, <laughs> now I'm having trouble with these songs. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, which is really frustrating, but I, I know that it's like partly my fault as well for mm -hmm. not practicing. You know I mean, it's a muscle, man. Yeah. You've got muscles going on in your throat. You're really working your, your voice box. You gotta keep it going, you gotta keep strong. Yeah. Even, even with photography, like if I, if I don't shoot for a couple of weeks, or really if I only do paid work for like six to eight gigs in a row, which typically the paid work, depending on who it is, um, but typically, that's your more like generic. Generic's not a good word, but like it's headshots or it's families or senior it's pictures. senior pictures, and you've got certain beats you have to hit or whatever. But then when I just collaborate with someone, with a model or with a friend or whoever, and we just kind of go out and try to make cool images, um, that's when that's like my practice. You know, that's where I kind of see myself growing. And if I only do paid stuff for a while, I'll be like, I hate photography and I don't know, I'm not good at this at all mm -hmm. anymore. Exactly. You gotta do that, you gotta do the practice. Um, it falls into and a weird exploring. gray zone of just like, am I really doing what I love anymore? Am I just doing it for the progress of g making money? Yeah. Yeah, I feel mm -hmm. that, dude, I really do. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is uh, busking, like street performing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, like, it gets to the point where like, when you have enough people involved, it is kind of about the money, man. It really is, because it's like, I don't want to go out here and play for like 12 hours in the blazing hot sun yeah. and not make like enough to buy my gas home. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, I'm just going to be really upset about it. And, you know, you got to consider who drove there, if you guys rode together. And I mean, it's just basically being considerate and understanding the fairness and equality of everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, if, if I go with three people to perform on the street, let's say the main dude who has most of the gear is like option A, and then I'm B, of course, because I'm Brendan, and that works. <laughs> and we got C. C over here didn't bring any gear. He didn't pay for any gas. He's not driving. Basically, he's just tagging along to do whatever he's doing. Yeah. So let's say C is a singer. That way, C doesn't have to have anything but a microphone. But A has got all of C's stuff. Like, he's like, hey, man, I got your Shure SM58 right here. I got, I got your cords. You're good to go. Just hop in the car. Let's go. And then you make like 100 bucks. I mean, should C get $33? Right. No, C shouldn't get $33. It sucks, but yeah. that's what it comes down to eventually. And it's, it's, it does make it kind of a gray area, man. Because mm -hmm. you just want to go out and have fun. Yeah. But man, you might have drove all the way to Nashville and $33 to C and B doesn't get, you know, but $33. $33 don't get to Nashville. Yeah. That's expensive, man. Gas is killer. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's like, no, nah, I got to get back too. So if it was up to B to pay for gas and he didn't have no money, he'd be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Equality. Economics. Equality. <laughs> economics. Economics and yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. It's Although a career, man. It is. That's one thing, and I don't know that we've ever even talked about this, at least on the podcast, but like 
just the, the practical economic side of, of being an artist. Yeah. I think that's something I wanted to wait until we had someone that wasn't mm -hmm. in our circle as far as the art center yeah. goes to kind of branch into that topic. Hello, my name is Brendan. I'm not in your circle. <laughs> I got you, man. Welcome to the circle. Let's do this. Um, but like <laughs> it is... It, I forget the death of dinner table. <laughs> but it is, a, it is a profession, and it's not a profession where someone else takes care of your insurance and your taxes and your day-to-day -day right. whatever. Like, you've got to... Own um, training and gear. Uh, yeah, like you've got to be your own person on all that stuff. Like, yeah. you got to take care of yourself financially, and you've got to know how all that stuff works. Exactly. Um, and I know I see a lot of, whether it be photographers, musicians, um, even actors, especially actors, yeah. who don't understand that they're responsible for their own economic well-being, and. I'm a big, I'm actually a huge believer in working for free, at least in the photography world. Um, but you can only do so much of that when you balance it out with, with like time spent. Paid, yeah, yeah, with paid work, you know? Exactly, man. And not only that, it's like if I go to do a studio job, I'm making like $45 an hour. I don't get a lot of hours, but mm -hmm. I, get a, I get my money, right? So mm -hmm. I'm going in there. That's just what I got paid last time. Most people make like $25 an hour or something. Mm -hmm. But I go and I play, and I mean, like, it's, it's different because, you know, it might even be better to make it a lesson reference rather than studio time. So I, I do lessons, right? And somebody who's my friend is like, hey, man, can you give me a free lesson? Right. And it's like, I'm hesitant because I can give you a free lesson or I can schedule a lesson for 20 bucks and then include gas. Right. So it's like, you know, man, like, you're not going to pay me and you're probably not going to be super duper thankful. Right. Yeah. A lot of the time, most people just take advantage of the ability that you have and say, hey, I need to learn it too. Mm. And yeah. it took me, you know, my main stage rig, if we're talking about economic points of view, is the better part of maybe like five grand. Right. So I'm playing a guitar that costs maybe three grand. And then I'm playing my pedal, which is 300 bucks. And then my amp, which is another like thousand dollars. Yeah, right. It's like you didn't pay for all that stuff. I mean, I had to, I had to come up with that. That's that's rough, and all my stuff is used, so it's not nearly that expensive. Right. But if it was brand new, that's how much I'd have to pay. Even paying half that is still expensive. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's twenty five hundred bucks, man. You're trying to take care of all this stuff, and you can't give free lessons, and it's just man, free is hard. Free yeah. is tough. So I understand that, but you want to do it because morally, you want to be able to share that that you've loved with someone right. else. Right, yeah. Which is an understanding. Like, I can, I can get that. I was actually almost about to write something about this on my website about just, like, free work because I saw a photographer put a, like, video rant up on Facebook or something about people asking them to work <laughs> for free. And she was just, like, super, like, ticked off about it. And... Um, and I had a strong reaction about that, which it is a gray area because I've also had a strong reaction towards certain people asking me to do stuff for free. And I feel like it's just the attitude that people come at you with. If, it's, yeah. if they know that they're asking something of you to do it for free and they're like, hey, like, I know there's no way that you should help me out like this and whatever, but like, if you could do this, that'd be amazing. Or like, I'll pay for your gas right. or I'll, I'll buy you dinner or whatever, but... Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I got you. Like, that's cool. But if someone just comes up and 
or like one thing that happens in photography is if, especially with models, if they have a certain number of followers and they really think there's something, they'll get in touch and be like, hey, let's collaborate. For exposure. For exposure. For exposure. Yeah. I hate I'll pay you that. An exposure. I'll pay you an exposure. Yeah, it's like, I don't need your exposure. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You see that a lot with also like graphic designers and stuff. Really? So like, because I, I follow a lot of graphic designers on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So they'll be like, they'll get emails and be like, hey, can you make this like, make this thing for me for like my YouTube channel or something. And they'll be like, yeah, here's my prices. And they'll be like, whoa, what, prices? Yeah, I can't, can't understand that very well. Like, that, that brought me back to the model thing. Like, here's, here's the deal, like, man, they're not understanding what's selling in their market. It's not yeah. the image, it's them. Yeah, they're selling, right. you know, it's like, and God forbid that I have to say it, but sex sells, it really does. Right. And people are lusting after their product, which in their mind they've objectified. And they have to be like, oh, this is a person. No, this is this is an item. Yeah, I get to lust after it. It's cool. Like, I was she, actually about to write yes. something about that too because I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to make this as like wholesome and clean as possible. But like, Sorry. I follow a lot of 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 like portrait pages on Instagram We're in and stuff. Church, you gotta cut yeah. Out, yeah. <laughs> so I I opened up Instagram the other day and you know when you open it up first you can see like the top half of the first picture. Yeah. And it was just this it was just this model in a hoodie. And before I even scrolled down in my head I was like I would almost bet money that there is some level of undress going on when I scroll down. Wouldn't bet money would guarantee. Right. And so I scrolled down and sure enough and I ended up unfollowing it cuz I was just like it's it's this beautiful person. They would have looked fine in that hoodie and pants as well. Like, why did, why did that level of it need to be added? It, and, a, and you're right, because I think sex does sell, but like, what are you trying to sell in that? It wasn't advertising anything. Like, it was two artists you're going out. You're selling your body, man. That's yeah, exactly what it is. It's, it's just two, likes and hits. That's all it is. Yeah, it was like two artists going out and, and collaborating and trying to make something cool but the only way they were going to get anything out of it is if they shot it that way. You it's know? messed up. I know. It, it, mm -hmm. it bugs me. Yeah. It's not the artistry that's condemned, man. It's the market. Mm. The market isn't... We live in an instant world. Yeah. People want things when they want them. I mean, it's, it's different than a long time ago. I mean, it, it literally breaks down to, like, the fiber of, of your morals, man. Like, people nowadays, they want things immediately. It's like mm -hmm. it's not a big deal to sleep with somebody before you marry them. It's not... It's not a big deal to know somebody for like a week and sleep with them. It's, it's like everything is instant. You have a craving for an automatic to know. Yeah. Like I want to know what somebody looks like naked and then you can go on the internet and find out. Right. And I mean, there's no modesty, no, there's, there's really no mystery. Right. So that brings in the sex sells object. It's like, I want to see this person wearing less clothes. Yeah. And then you creep somebody's page for like half an hour because I don't know, you ain't got nothing better to do. Yeah. Right. And that also like with the like, I'll pay you an exposure thing. Same if you thing. If, if it's like you're taking a picture of somebody, and like it, it's a good picture, gets a lot, of, a lot of likes, they go to your page and it's all like landscape photography. <laughs> I think they're going to like follow you after yes. that. Yes. Right. Like, that's, He's right on it, see? Yeah. So like the exposure thing I don't think is like a real is like, right. It's not going to help yeah. unless you're in the exact same market. I mean, if you're going to be taking a bunch of pictures of scantily clad women and a scantily clad woman hits you up and is like, hey, I got like a following of like 500K people, I think I can bring you some new fans. Yeah. Like you're in the same market. That's understandable. But That happened to me one time when I, and we'll probably wrap up soon, but that happened to me one time when I was still doing predominantly landscape work and someone got in touch with Ooh. me and wanted to collaborate or whatever. They were like, yeah, I'll pay you an exposure kind of thing 
And I look at their page, and it's, it's that. It's all like scantily clad, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, OK, not really my vibe. Um, and then she was like, so what do you think? And I was like, well, mostly I take pictures of like trees and mountains and stuff, and you are neither a tree nor a mountain, so I don't know if you're really going to benefit me all that much. Dang. She was really offended by that. <laughs> it's just honesty, man. Yeah. It's, it's knowing what's going on. I, that's, that's a big deal with artistry. You have to understand mm -hmm. the market. You have to understand your place. You have to understand everyone else. Yeah. That's literally what artist is. Right. Yeah. It's messed up. Used to be just create something you love. <laughs> yeah. You have to know so much, though. Like you, yes, you do. You have to know how to handle yourself. You have to know how to work with other people. You have to know how to avoid people that you shouldn't be working with. Yeah, um, yeah it, it definitely isn't what it used to be. But it is not. It's a trippy world we live in, isn't it? It is. It is. It's crazy. But yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll wrap up here. <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug real quick? You're, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <coughs> anything coming up? Okay, so here's my shameless promotion as far as artists and economics go. This is my job. <laughs> and um, I think we can link this stuff too, probably. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. totally can. I believe in you guys. I know you guys are the bomb. <laughs> uh, so my Instagram is ssj underscore duo. You can follow that if you want to. I post a lot of videos of me singing and playing guitar. And, you know, pictures of my, my girlfriend and me, like, holding hands and crap. You know, just ushy-gushy stuff. Um, a lot of landscape work <laughs> was my, my, my just regular Android phone. I was like, hey, pretty. Uh, uh, I also have an album coming out, but you can find me on SoundCloud under Cursed Blossom. And on YouTube under Cursed Blossom, there are two videos. Uh, me and a beatboxer named Raul Beatbox collaborated. Uh, shout out to Raul. He's the fourth best beatboxer in the country. He's a really cool dude. You like him a lot. Uh, he collaborated with me and did some rhythmic stuff behind my guitar. And it's, it's really cool. There's two songs, Rosewall and Voodoo Lily. Um, I played Rosewall at the beginning of this. If you guys want to go back and listen to that, I would appreciate it because I just want to share my artistry with you and make you feel loved too. Um, that's, that's about it. I mean, you can find us on Facebook. That's a big deal. Find us on Facebook. You just look up Flotus Band, and it's going to say Curse Blossom. It's like two words. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you all. Yeah. Have an awesome day. Thank you.